0: Hello, and welcome to the Mentor of Life podcast by Dr. Shala Izzakoli. I am Dr. Shala Izzakoli, your life makeover mentor. With untraditional solutions to age-old problems, I help you create what you want in life, health, and relationships. Yes, you can have it all. Today, I'm going to be talking about overwhelm. And this is a very audacious podcast because it's titled Stop Feeling Overwhelmed Once and for All. Yes, yes, you can actually stop feeling overwhelmed, believe it or not, because there's a difference between feeling overwhelmed and being overwhelmed. So, have you ever felt overwhelmed? Of course you have. We all have. And everyone in their life has, you know, felt the overwhelm, and, you know, with their circumstances. But the truth is that you don't have to feel that way. Sometimes people think, oh, it's because we have too many tasks and it's because we're too busy and there's so much going on. You have a lot of multiple emergencies sometimes. But the truth is this. As you get older... Life gets busier. It never gets less busy, with challenges, tasks, or emergencies. But um, I think what happens is that we, we 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 tend to think that you know around the corner somewhere is a life free from busyness, and you know just this easy life somewhere where you know I'm never going to be busy. I'm just going to sit down, and you know things are just going to happen, etc. But a lot of times, you know, that doesn't really happen. So instead of looking at the presence or absence of challenges to dictate how we feel, let's look inwards and take it from there. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give you seven steps to banishing overwhelm from your life. And if you do this, you will never feel overwhelmed again. Ha, there you go. Now, number one, Number one, change the way you think, okay? Feeling overwhelmed is a feeling that can be changed just like any other feeling, like feeling sad or feeling happy or feeling angry, okay? Now, I put it to you that feeling overwhelmed does not always depend on how many tasks or deadlines you have, okay? Now, because how is it that on a good day you can power through 20 things and just go 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 and on another day you have one thing and this thing just throws you for a loop and you're like oh my goodness i feel overwhelmed etc cetera, etc cetera. so the first thing i tell people is instead of trying to power through tasks and think that will get rid of the feelings of overwhelm do this instead okay wait until you don't feel overwhelmed before you power through your task. And let me, let me give you a quick tip on how to change your feelings from being overwhelmed to be, not being overwhelmed anymore. There's something I do called breaking state, okay? So first of all, you take a step back and tell, remind yourself that this feeling is just that. It's a feeling and it will pass. Now, you take a moment, do a calming action or activity, right? Obviously, if you're driving in your car while you feel overwhelmed, that's not the time to do, you know, um, close your eyes and meditate and take deep breaths, right? But if you are driving in your car, you can do something like switch the station to to another one. That's a physical example of breaking state. That's telling your mind that, okay, stop here. We're doing something else now, okay? tell yourself it's a feeling this feeling will pass do a calming activity or action for a few minutes and then go back to your tasks i'm telling you the first time you do this it will feel weird it will feel odd you will feel like oh what kind of hippie dippy nonsense is this look i'm telling you look me i am a very i'm a very practical sort of meat and potatoes kind of person you know <laughs> but here's the thing, as you start to do this if you do this every single time you feel overwhelmed, what's going to happen? After a while you will naturally do it and actually it will come a time when the feelings of overwhelm will be followed by a feeling of calm because you would have programmed it into your subconscious now this is not something you do once you see they say it takes 28 days to program something into your subconscious, yeah I can't remember where I heard this so really you know maybe don't quote me but this is what I've heard you know, when you start to make a practice of not giving in fully to the feelings of overwhelm, after a while, your mind will not automatically just reach for those ah, I'm overwhelmed, I can't do this anymore," etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And the less you focus on those feelings, the less they will have an effect on you. The what you focus on becomes bigger. If you focus on calm, you'll get calmer. If you focus on overwhelm, you will get more and more overwhelmed. Remember what I said. This probably has very little to do with the number of tasks you have, but the truth is that overwhelm does not serve you and you'll be best served by learning how to deal with it rather than what usually happens is people get overwhelmed and then they shut down and micro-quit. And then they have to start stuff all over again. So um, they they get uh, into what I call survival mode. So they feel overwhelmed, they shut down, and then micro-quit. And then a few months later, like, oh, well, now I feel better. Instead of waiting for the feelings to pass on their own, do something about them. And if you remember from our last podcast, you have the power over your feelings, including feelings of overwhelm. Okay. That's number one. Number two, learn what your triggers are. Okay. What internal, external, or emotional triggers cause feelings of overwhelming you? Maybe when your workspace is untidy. Maybe it's deadlines. Maybe it's certain people. Okay. Now you can disempower your triggers by modifying your situation, right? Or modifying your attitude towards it. Like for example, Okay, I use this with deadlines. And like I said, I'm saying all this, but it takes practice to get to that point. Okay. I didn't get to this point in you know a day or two or three. Okay. For example, let me give an example with deadlines. Before a deadline for me was like, oh my goodness, I have to do this by a certain date, I'll never get it done, blah, 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 blah. But after a while, I started to reprogram my thinking to where a deadline is. I'm going to have this done by this date and then I'll be free from it. Now, guess what? I love deadlines. When people tell me something I have to do, I say, look, give me a deadline. Give me a deadline and it will be done by then. So now it's like, by the time I do this, I'll be free. By the time I do this, I'll be free. And that's how I have come to see deadlines. So instead of seeing the deadline as a death sentence, I see it as an opportunity to be done with this task and move on. So identify your triggers head on. So knowing what they are, knowing what things make you feel overwhelmed and work on those things. And they're different for everybody. So, you know, this is just an example of my own, what what would be a trigger for me in the past. Okay. Now, number three, develop a culture of prayer and meditation. I like to say that prayer is from you to God, a meditation is from God to you. As you listen to that, they call it the still small voice. Some people call it intuition, subconscious, da da, 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 whatever. Meditate on calmness, okay? Make it a practice to have calming activities worked into your day so that you're not constantly running around at a frenetic pace doing things. Frantic, A frantic mind does not serve your life. It's better to be calm. When you're calm, you can power through things. When you're calm, you can, you know, things don't become, everything doesn't pile on top of everything and make you feel more overwhelmed. So develop a culture of prayer and meditation. You know, if you open the Bible and type in the word peace, you'll find a lot of things that will come up. You know, um, music. Um, I listen to um, uh, I listen to Pandora, and I'm sure probably Spotify and other um, stations and music uh, apps have these as well. I listen to calming music. I listen to meditation music. I listen to classical music. So develop that culture of being of having a calm, having calm and centering activities, which include prayer and meditation. I pray, I meditate, I listen to calming music, but the things that I do, I make a practice of doing those things as opposed to making a practice of running frantically from pillar to post doing things all the time, okay? Now, number four, practical things, get organized, okay? Okay use a list a to do list schedule things use a calendar declutter your space your room your office your mind the clutter in your life right when it reaches a certain critical mass will make you feel overwhelmed if it's too much right plan your life of course plans fall through right but you know if your plans are falling through every single day then you're just living a life of a crisis manager um you know, you may really need to sort of take a step back and decide, okay, is everything everything in my life really an emergency? The answer, honestly, most of the time is no. So get organized. There is no substitute for organization. If you are somebody who is not organized by nature, I guarantee you there is somebody in your life who is, okay? I tend to be quite organized, but I know people who have this organization thing down and I have them in my life and they help me a lot. Get somebody to come, you know, and, you know, sit with you and help you organize some stuff. Talk to your coach if you have one, you know, and if you don't have one, I'm happy to be your coach. Number five, multitask less. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Multitasking is one of the greatest myths of the 21st century, or was it? Did it start in the 20th century? I don't know. But when you overly multitask, you spread yourself too thin, and you do too little anyway. Look, here's the truth. You cannot do two things at the same time. You cannot focus effectively and do two things at the same time. Start one task, finish it, and do another. And instead of multitasking, I heard someone of my friends said this. She talked about, Task shifting. So shift from one task to another. When you shift to another task, do that task. You may have to even come back to the old task we were doing, but don't try to do both at the same time. Instead of multitasking, task shift. Multitasking is a possible is is a um, is a popular buzzword. But let me tell you something. It's a lie. You can't do too many things at once. Start thing, start something, finish it, and go on to the next thing. Number six, be effective with the use of your time. You know, organize, organize yourself, and organize your time. Um, and um, if you go to my website, shalaizokoli.com you will find um, a download where, which talks about how you can make effective use of your time, which if you follow the steps in this download, you will be able to save at least seven to 10 hours per week because I have tried it myself and it works. These are the things that my clients use to have more time for themselves, their families, to pursue their passion, etc. Be effective with the use of your time. You cannot control time, but you can decide how you spend the 20 24 hours in a way that you don't have to be overwhelmed all the time. If you procrastinate and waste time and leave everything to the last minute, feelings of overwhelm are bound to follow. So, May be effective with the use of your time. Number seven, last but not the least, get help, right? That's another, you're going to be hearing me talk about this all the time. Get the help you need. There is no value in trying to be a martyr or a hero just to say, I did it myself. No, okay? There is no sitting as a self-made man or a woman and, um, you know, get help if you need to. You know, look, I feel overwhelmed all the time. Talk to your coach, your mentor, counselor, therapist, someone who is invested in your progress. You may need help to deal with the feelings. You may need help to deal with the triggers. You may need help in getting organized, right? And you, may, you just need practical steps in dealing with overwhelm. So to recap, seven steps to banishing overwhelm from your life. Number one, change the way you think. Number two, learn what your triggers are. Number three, develop a culture of prayer and meditation. Number four, get organized. Number five, multitask less. Number six, use your time effectively. Number seven, get the help that you need. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Mentor of Life podcast, your one-stop shop for innovative solutions in life, health, and relationships. My little piece of the internet is shalaeziokoli.com. That's S-H-O-L-A-E-Z-E-O-K-O-L-I.com. There you can find links to my social media pages, sign up to work with me, or invite me to speak at your corporation, conference, or other event. Thank you so very much for listening. Until next time, remember, yes, you can have it all.